billion questions, they know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. No, no, I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day. We have a few more days before we bring you I Beg to Differ. So, if you are one of those who was contacted about being a playoff candidate, or you're one of those who was contacted about uh, being a round of 16 candidate, I do hope that you are taking a look at the topics that you have been sent and that you are getting ready to get on air between the 8th of August and the 1st of September to show us what you have, what you think will win you 1 million naira. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to all the partners that we have for the upcoming tournament. Thank you so much to all of them. Uh, uh, thank you for, you know, partnering with us on this. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time today, hello to you. Good afternoon. You are in great company. I've got listening to hard facts. One million Lagosians. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So um, you're in great company. And if one million people like something, they cannot be wrong, right? Okay. I've got a great show for you. Let's start at, uh, with uh, the big three. Well, we'll talk about the depletion of the excess crude account. more. <laughs> Then let's talk about the PDP lawmakers calling for Buhari's impeachment. And then let's talk about a woman trying to steal a newborn after losing hers. We're going to bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians today at um, uh, 4 o'clock. And then at 4.30, we'll bring you um, Eyewitness. Uh, expect news, business, and sports at the top of the hour every hour. On today's Big Hard Fact, we're going to talk about the revamped digital Lagos ID card. We'll talk about that. Uh, uh, we will look at the details of it. We'll look at the offerings from it. We'll look at what it's supposed to do. And uh, you'll tell me how you feel about it, what you think about it. As a Lagos resident, 5 p.m., don't forget. Huh? Okay, let's get started. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. This is the Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. Has Nigeria mismanaged the excess crude account? Do minority senators have grounds for impeachment proceedings against the president? How do we improve postpartum mental health care? Those are the big three. Lagos, let's talk. Monino de excess crude account again. Now, our first story will be that. According to the accountant general, the excess crude account's June balance was $376,655. $376,655. I saw this story on Tuesday. But it did do me like, say, my eye, they pay me. Say, maybe I don't understand what you're saying. Say, maybe not a million, you know. But you say, I just say, make a wait. Make a give and some days. Make a day sure. Say, wait till I see. Now, 
$655. A month earlier, in May, the balance was $35.37 In one month, $35 million left the excess crude account. By the way, when Muhammad Buhari took over from Goodluck Jonathan in 2015, the excess crude account balance was $2 billion. Before we go on, let me quickly explain where the money in the excess crude account comes from, who owns that money, and what that money is used for. All the money that the Nigerian Federation makes from oil, it goes into the Federation account. That money belongs to the federal government, the state governments, and the local governments. They are all supposed to share that money based on the fact-sharing formula. But the Obasanja administration introduced the concept of excess crude. Basically, when the federal government does its budget, it sets a benchmark oil price. So let's say that uh, the benchmark is $50. But during the year, let's say oil ends up selling for $30. What happens is for each barrel sold, $50 goes to the Federation account to be shared by all the governments. But the excess $30 goes into the ECA right it still belongs to all three tiers of government but now it's being saved for a rainy day you can think about it like when you get your salary increase sometimes you say okay let me pretend i'm still um, earning my old salary i'll just be saving the excess one it happens to most people so anyways that two billion dollars in excess savings is now gone the last withdrawal was in may $35 million. The federal government has now said that it used the money to buy patrol boats to protect the coast. We got this from the government's official Twitter handle, which said, quote, the $35 million disbursement from the excess crude account is from June 2022 and in advance uh, and is an advance payment uh, for the purchase of brand new offshore patrol uh, uh, vessels. Sorry, I've been saying me. Now, June being dwell. So the purchase of brand new offshore patrol vi uh, vessels for the Nigerian Navy. Earlier this year, Nigeria exited the International Maritime Bureau uh, piracy list. Most recently, the IMB noted that there were zero actual attempted piracy and ship-armed uh, robbery incidents in Nigerian waters in the first half of 2022, end quote. So that's the federal government's explanation for this last $35 million withdrawal. So this last $35 million, this is what federal government said they used it for. But like I said, the admin inherited $2 billion in the ECA. How was that money finished in seven years? The finance ministry has a partial answer. They said, quote, so what we have had has been gradually used up for different purposes. And it's always used in consultation with the National Economic Council. That is the governors because this is a federation account. The last approval that was given by the council was the withdrawal of $1 billion to enhance security. We have been utilizing that, end quote. The reason they mentioned the governor there is... That money in the ECA, like I said, 
belongs to all tiers of government. So before the money can be withdrawn, they all have to approve. But there's a question there. How come local government chairmen are not consulted as well? So that's my first question. Second question, $1 billion from the ECA going into security in the last seven years. Has the money been well spent? But even if that money was going out, why wasn't money coming in? If there were good inflows into the ECA, this wouldn't be a problem. But we've had very little money going into the ECA in the past few years. Last year, the benchmark crude price in the budget was $40. The actual average crude price was $71 for Brent and $68 for WTI. So we should have been seeing deposits of about $30 per barrel into the ECA. It didn't happen because our crude oil output was below 50% of what was budgeted. So there's a, a, a question of government efficiency there. Oil is selling at over $100 per barrel now. So we should be swimming in money. Now the ECA is gone. It's supposed to be there for a rainy day when Nigeria is not making enough money to meet its needs. And right now, the rainy day has come. We've been talking about how the federal government's debt servicing payments are higher than federal government's total revenue. This would have been a perfect time to use the ECA funds to help us handle debt servicing. But now that account is almost empty. 376,655 dollars from 2 billion that was left there in 2015. How you see them? Have the three tiers of government misused the ECA funds? Or has the depletion been necessary with good results? Because remember, $1 billion went to security. At least $1 billion of ECA money went to security. Have Nigerians gotten value for money? 0700-993-993-993. I say I see this story on Tuesday. I just did wait. They pray see that fake news. No be fake news. 01465-7190. I hear that number for women is back up. So 01465-7190. Give us a call on that number as well. 0700-993-993-993. Has Nigeria mismanaged the excess crude account? Or has it been money well spent? 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? John from Oba. Welcome. From what you have read to us now, hello. Yes, I'm. I'm hearing you. It's quite obvious that this uh, government is 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 a wasteful uh, pipeline. They don't they don't know they don't know how to manage money. Obasanjo came up with the idea of saving money for Nigeria, and like you have read now, we saw the monumental figure Obasanjo kept there: 200, 200 billion dollars. Dollars will be naira. And the security they told they said they, they spend the money on their insecurity and everywhere. There's no value for the money spent. Hello? I'm listening, go ahead. Uh, uh -huh. No value for the money spent. All 
too close that Abuja now, everybody is in disarray. The news today is that Abuja residents are panicking. They don't know what is coming up, what they will face next now. And the, by extension, Lagos. Uh, we are witnessing all that they spent all the money. And they kept borrowing money. No probity, no accountability, no, no transparency. Now, wow, this is a shame. Honestly, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for calling. Abbasan's only leave $200 billion, though, but Jonathan in 2015 left $2 billion. We've got Robert on the line. Hi, Robert. Good afternoon, Madam Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. Um, in fact, uh, I don't know what to say. The last caller said it all. This government is a wasteful government that has no plan for this country. Obasanjo was the one that even brought this uh, pension, something of a thing. And because of him, I have some money there. If I leave work today, I'll fall back to... Just like Nigeria, if the oil price goes down, we can fall back to the SS school that can't um, you know, solve our problem. But notwithstanding, Sander, let me say this. Eh? Hmm. You see, that money also makes some states to be lazy. Some, 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 some people, they just rely that at the end of the month, money will be shared. Hmm. You understand? So, uh, in fact, uh, it has its advantage and disadvantage. Some, some state government, they don't want to do anything. They just sit down, be expecting that money. At the end of the morning, we come and they will share. We Robert can't... from Awoya, yeah. Thank you so much for calling. Hope Infade is on the line. Hi, Hope. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Sandra, do you see how these people are so lavish in Nigeria resourcing? Look at, just look at the figure, just wasted. Without giving account of what they really do with it, and Nigeria is holding huge money. Okay, why can't they use that money to clear all the debts they are holding Nigeria, uh, holding uh, China? The debt plenty, ah. Uh. At least this one go go long way. At least it go come up for if they go pay to one thousand, you pay one naira. Mm. You don't come up for one thousand now. Abi. Eh, uh, this country and uh, our for them all is a shame. Make I do like Uche they do is a shame. <laughs> Hope, thanks for calling. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 959 from Ikrodu says, Sandra, $2 billion plus returned looted funds, other oil revenues, other sectors' revenues. Things are still the same as it was in 2015. With all this money, Nigeria is owing uh, China and others uh, because of possible inability to pay back. Biodung from Ikorudu. Uh, we've got a message from Keno who says, uh, Government, they use our future do Jangilova. Hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Now, all of them decide to do Amu. Because, like I said, before federal government will touch excess crude account money, they will consult with governors. Governors will sign off. So governors signed off on this. Your governor signed off on this. Let's see this message here on WhatsApp from Stephen Akim Bishola, uh, Bisola, sorry, in Ijegun here in Lagos, who says, What happened to money generated by Nimasa? This money could have been used to purchase the patrol boats for Nigerian Navy. Hmm, Stevie. Thanks for calling. 99.3, hello. Thanks for calling us. Sandra Alpha. I day. How you day? Sandra, exactly. Good. Hi, Zayda. What up? <laughs> I'm okay. How you day? I day. Can't pay. How you day? I day fresh like today. You day like today, bread. I like today's bread because soft and. Um, Happy baby. Okay, also expensive because now one two now. 
No, 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 so the get bread get great. Mm. So you like, even I get get on course now, give away me 200 before, now 500. No price lies, but me, no, sir, I know they compare heaven and hell. Okay, thanks for calling. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Yeah, I love your program. Thank you. My name is Godwin. Please, I want to give you a report on what's going on in Ajegula, Papa. Huh? Okay. My wife went here today to register for this TVC. And, and yeah? no, if we start talking about it, we'll, the story will divert. Sorry, let's focus on what we're talking about on the show today. Lots of people want to actually talk about what we're talking about on the show. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon, ma. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Oh, uh, uh, is my name. Welcome coming to from, Coming from Yokonogu. Good, good to have you on the show. Yes, it's Alexandra. Sir? At my age now, for over 63 years of age. Okay. It's only by the grace of God that I've been able to be out. Hmm. I never see this type of... I've never witnessed what is going on in this country since I was born. Who will save us from this mess? Who will save us from this mess? Because our government, from the, from the president down to the local government, they don't care about us. Who will save us from this mess? Because our children, our children now, we are, we are very soon now, God will call us back. Because... Hmm. I don't think with this pressure at our age now, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm weeping as I'm talking to you here. I'm sorry. Not, 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 not that for you it's not my problem, but as I'm talking to you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at peace at all. Who will take from this mess? Hmm. God bless us. God bless my dear. Thank you very much for calling, sir. Please don't weep. Weep not, Argentina. Ah, if you just tuned in, hello. Our first story now say Monino Day excess crude account again. I tell you, say waiting remain inside now $376,655. In May, the balance was $35.37 million. Now, June 9, they withdraw $35 million. In one month, June, $35 million come out for excess crude accounts. When Buari take over from Jonathan, waiting the inside our account now $2 billion. And I tell you, say, money way they inside ECA, eh? Now, money way government they make from oil. Now, that money they enter federation account. That money belong to federal government, it belong to state government, it belong to local government. All of them supposed to share that money based on fact-sharing formula. Or Bassanjo administration can introduce the concept of excess crude. When federal government do budget, it will set a price where they supposed uh, sell oil or where market supposed price oil that for that month or for that budget cycle. You know, so let's say that they go peg the ben benchmark for $50. But during the year, uh, oil fit end up selling, selling for maybe like $80, you know. What they go do for each barrel where they sell, $50 go enter federation account to be shared by all governments. Then excess $30 go enter ECA. It still belongs to all three tiers of government too, but now they save them for rainy day. Rainy day don't come now. The money where we they make as government, no day enough to pay back the money where we they borrow from people where they borrow us money. So now Nibbe say we be, and we don't even get savings again because our savings is now $376,655. I give you an example of if you get salary increase now, you go say, okay, I won't save that increase. I won't see they live like, say, now my old salary I see they get. Two billion gone. Government say they buy boot. 
and they use one billion to security. Money well spent? Let me know what you think. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's bring you our second story while still taking your thoughts on the first. This is Hard Facts on 99.3. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Minority lawmakers want to impeach President Buhari. That's our second story. It started in the Senate. Uh, Philip Aduda, the minority leader, raised a point of order to discuss insecurity in the country. He also raised the question of impeaching the president over the crisis. But Senate President Ahmed Lawan refused to recognize the point of order. That's when lawmakers from the PDP, from Labour, from other opposition parties walked out. If you're watching our live stream right now, I'm showing it to you. All right, if uh, you're watching our live stream, Nigeria Info 93, you can see it for yourself. Now, of course, it did not um, end there. It didn't end there. Uh, after the walkout, Senator Duda spoke to the press. And he gave the president a six-week ultimatum a six-week ultimatum to take serious action over insecurity or face impeachment proceedings. Let me play his statement for you. Here. The public or that has happened, whatever, that did not happen. So we have come here in protest to bring through and to let you know that we are in Nigeria to this problem and that we are worried that nowhere and nowhere is safe in Nigeria. And as such, we have come out of the, uh, we walk out of the chamber in protest that uh, the security situation in Nigeria is and that uh, urgent steps needs to be completely taken to ensure that uh, these issues are committed. These are the issues that were discussed and these are, these are the reasons why we left the, the, the Senate in the process. Thank you very much. And uh, now the impeachment fever has spread to the Green Chamber. PDP reps members have backed the six-week ultimatum. It will be interesting to see what happens in six weeks because the APC controls both chambers of the National Assembly. So it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, uh, for impeachment proceedings to move forward without APC lawmakers letting it happen. But it's also interesting that Nigerian presidents are always being threatened with impeachment. You know, Basanjo faced it, uh, Jonathan faced it, and now uh, Buhari is facing the threat of impeachment as well. But beyond whether or not Lawan will let it happen, I want to know if you think it should happen. It's legal to try to impeach a president or a governor. So we're not breaking any laws by discussing it. Do you believe that the insecurity situation is severe enough that it's fine for lawmakers to consider an impeachment process? Whether or not that leads to the actual impeachment. 
0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 80 959 Uh Let's talk to you. You've got one minute to share your thoughts. One minute only. 99.3, hello. Yes, Sandra. How are you? Yeah, this is Rita from Badoli. Welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah, yeah Sandra. See, for me personally, you on my own, which will not stand. I have ever lived on my own for a very long time. So it's not left for them to do their own for this impeachment of it, if it's going to work or not work. And for the money, you see, in Nigeria, we look for change now. The change has come. It has even changed our money also. So let's wait for 2023. Oh. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Richard, for calling. 99.3, Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. What's your name, ma'am? It's Joy Collins. Joy, welcome. You've got one minute. Hmm. My sister, I don't say these people no go feed one more. If to say they go feed one man, I forgot church, go do Thanksgiving. Because the time we go see, say, you see long go for my eye, it be like 20 years. These few years, we just remember. So say they go do one, I go celebrate. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling. Uh, let's speak with Alex in Ikeja. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing today? I'm very well. Great. On the excess food, eh? Mm. Nothing happened to that money. It's in the hands of just a few people. We didn't spend it. They just pulled money out. Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. Don't ask me how I know, but that's just our way. If you listen to Peter, I'm not promoting anybody, promoting anybody. If you listen to his last interview, I don't know if it was his last or one of them, mm. he said something about, you see, the inefficiencies in our system, eh? mm-hmm. they are enough to end off more than we have ever made from crude oil. They are more, we have more than enough to end from just blocking the, 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 the leakages. Mm. You put out a tweet. I responded about something between blocking it. I mean, blocking the leakages. I don't know if you remember. Somebody, was it last week or so? Okay. I don't know. Yes. We have to see that money. If we bring back our, if we put our on our thinking caps, mm-hmm. eh, we can walk to some people's houses and bring back that money. That's my <laughs> that's my conviction. You don't go anywhere. The money no lost. Alex, thanks for calling. Alex, say no loss. <laughs> you don't go anywhere. Okay. 99.3, hello. Thanks for calling us. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Sandra. Mr. Kevin, welcome. I greet you. I greet you back. <clears throat> I'm actually on Lucky Road. Well, when I had those figures, I just had to look for one quiet place to pull over. We <laughs> 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 can go get that seated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a complete mess. It's a complete mess. And then listening to Bismarck one in July Day mm-hmm. and some renowned economists, mm-hmm. I know we are going to be in a mess. What this government is going to leave for us as they leave is going to be a complete mess. So I just uh, hope that we will not start saying, ah, why are you making excuses when the next one comes and says we do not see any money inside the bag? That's the thing now. <laughs> we have governments that will come. This one will say... We met uh, this and this there. You, you don't know that you met it before you came in there. <laughs> you, you don't know that you thought you come there, come and be having tea party. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Okonjo and um, the respected uh, additional of the 
African Development Bank. Yeah, they warned us right. severally about debt traps right. and all this borrowing and borrowing and borrowing. They warned us. Right. Our own best warned right. us, but right. we did not listen. They fell on deaf ears. Now we are here. There's only to analyze anything. We are in a mess. After the second story, mm. they should stop all this um, unnecessary distraction. There's no any picture that's going to take any harm. Let me repeat what I told Sheriff in the morning. It's just an exercise in futility. So they should stop the, the wasting their they time. Stop the theater. Do you know what it takes to impeach a, 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 a governor? Mm. Do you know mm. it, it, the process to impeach a governor? Mm. Talk less more than the president. Impeach you. Where is the war happen? I bet. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin, thank you for calling. Let me take a look at messages on WhatsApp. It's not funny. I think we laugh so that we don't cry. We've got messages here. Uh, this one's from um, Annie. Annie's in Ota. Annie says, this government increased the price of PMS, increased VAT. We pay stamp duty. Looted funds are recovered. What has happened to all of this? Some government officials in this administration said Jonathan was clueless. Who is now clueless? I'm waiting for them with my PVC. Sandra Tunde Max from Madagui writes, Good afternoon. The impeachment is coming quite late and it won't materialize. It's an empty threat. And like Femi Adesino said, they are the minority and they can always have their say. I wish it could happen. Unfortunately, it won't. Tunde Max. Thank you for your message. Um, ben Victor from Ajibode Street, you know, Jodu says, Sandra, the government is not... Uh, look how they blew two billion with, within seven years instead of saving to increase it. And this is the same government uh, that said Jonathan is wasteful. Uh, to the opposition, senators walking out of plenary and threatening impeachment process. It's a welcome development, although it's a little bit late, but it's better late than never. I wish them to hastily carry out that threat. Uh, we are all in this mess, Ben Victor. To be fair, for the longest uh, time within this administration, crude was selling really badly, if you remember. So maybe that's why, you know, money wasn't going into the excess crude like it should be, like it should, it should have been going, you know. Because <sighs> I'm thinking about the fact that crude price in the budget was benchmarked at $40 just last year. So money supposed to enter small. The actual average crude price was $71 for Brent. And $68 for WTI. So we should have been seeing deposits of even if that's $30, $30 per barrel, you know, into the ECA. Now, they say it didn't happen because crude oil theft, crude oil output was low, you know. Um, but more. Can that inefficiency not be handled? Is there no way to tackle that inefficiency? We're going to have this conversation next week uh, at 5 p.m. On Wednesday, we'll, we'll, we'll visit it. Uh, perhaps on Thursday, we'll visit it again. Because like Asha said, there is fire on the mountain. We've got a message here. If you are just seeing it... Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to read that message. Because last, last, uh -huh. uh, we've got a message here that says, what do Nigerians expect from this government? The GDP growth nosediving, money taken from the uh, ECA, shared between people running around pretending to be working. This government isn't doing great. There's no need for impeachment. Let the president remain in office uh, and finish out his term. 
uh olisa from aboju says sandra 2023 is foul in a sane country the president shouldn't wait to be impeached he should quietly resign in peace peter yorinde says uh madam sandra nigeria's problem is caused by the generation who were adults from the 1980s they enjoyed nigeria and destroyed it for those of us coming behind they did it by stealing and mismanagement or best of us getting selfish by ignoring governance and enjoying the benefits of a peaceful nigeria rather than entering government thereby leaving politics for the worst of humans madame okonjiwala in her book fighting corruption is dangerous mentioned her reason for creating eca and the problems she faced from politicians the worst are currently in power i am not surprised no one cares how nigeria survives nigeria is like a six 62-year-old woman with many children left under the bridge without care while the children decide not to bother and death doesn't even want to near her. Despite that, the youngest born cornered all inheritance, eating fat without the rest of the children uh, mattering. All right, Peter, with his long messages. Thank you very much uh, for your message. Here's one from uh, Itodo John from Lekki who says, PDP doesn't have the number to impeach the president. All right. Very accurate. They don't. Like I said, APC controls the House of Reps and controls the Senate. So what's all this drama about? 99.3, hello. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Okay, my name is Fidelis. I'm calling you from my job. Fidelis, we've covered two stories so far. Which one do you want to talk about? You've got one minute. Yeah, firstly, I needed to be clear on something. You said Obat and John left how much in the SS code account? I didn't say how much he left, but Jonathan left $2 billion. $2 billion. Dollars, and yes. now we have three uh, less than a million naira in the We have less than 400000 in the account. Uh, what a wasted government. Then secondly, the one of PDP... They are just campaigning. They, 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 now they think they know their work as a opposition, but for a very long time they've been quiet. We don't hear whether they impeach him or not. Or we are just waiting for next year election. They are all going. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, we've got Happiness on the line. Hi, Happiness. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Is happiness from Ikorodu. Welcome, happiness. And the story. So this government has finally wrecked this country. It's sad. Very, very sad. This is the change they promised us. Indeed, we've seen the change. But this thing is a united thing, no? Both PDP governors, who, APC governors, who, uh, ABGA governor, any any political party governor that is in Nigeria, they all signed off on this withdrawal. Because again, like I said, uh, federal government cannot collect money from ECA without everybody signing off. They know fit. So all of them put hands, say, eh, okay, it's good, collect the money. Use it and buy boots. Use it and do security. Because remember, $1 billion, $1 billion went to um, security. Have we felt the impact? Then $35 billion went to buying boats to patrol the waters. And all the governors had to sign off. Local government chairmen was, were also supposed to sign off, but we don't have word on whether or not they signed off for this withdrawal. So, so no be Buhari, no be APC. All of them did this. We've got Michael on the line. Hi, Michael. Yeah, thank you very much. Welcome. It's on the SS Good account. 
Let me just say, it's just like once father built a house. And that house he built, he was using it to be responsible to many people. After he has gone, he was being buried there. Now, instead of that child to develop on that house, he sold that house. He even sold where they buried the father there. For him to use the money to develop itself, he didn't use it. He surrendered that money. Later, you saw him on the road start begging. Now, if they are telling us they are using it for security, what are they securing? Who are they securing? What will they use for their campaign this time around? APC, fair government, they are a disgrace to this country. Shame on them. Okay, Michael. Uh, we've got uh, a message uh, here asking me how much Obasanjo left. Well, if my memory serves me, by the time he left, uh, whew, I think as of 2007, there was less than 10 billion, according to CBN. I'll have to Google and confirm, but there was less than $10 billion when Obasanjo left. And then when uh, uh, Jonathan left, he left $2 billion. Now we have uh, 353000 inside. So I guess inflation has also affected our excess crude. Let's uh, t- take a look at messages here on WhatsApp. Uh, this one says, Sandra, this is the straight answer to my question. Yes, they've mismanaged the uh, ECA money. Look, part of the money in the ECA uh, is the 80 billionaire, the former accountant general stole, and many others in this government. And my president, did you hear the governors talking before? The answer is no, because they all shared it. And the EFCC and ICP, ICPC are toothless bulldogs who only go after uh, Yahoo boys. Please, they should go after Yahoo boys. Those ones are criminals too. Everybody really. Uh, <laughs> and then the second story, PDP and other opposition senators planning to impeach Buhari. Well, they can only have their say, but they can't have their way. All the senators are also part of the problem facing us as a country, not only the president. Yes, the president may have a big share of the blames, but they are together. What are the senators doing in their various constituency? ASU has been on strike since six months ago. They never said anything about it until terrorists started coming after them. Now they're on the rise. Uh, and the last story, I pity that woman. The law should forgive her. She might have been having stillbirth. Alaba Lakwe with that message there. Alaba, thank you very much uh, for your message. Now, of course, there's no evidence that the money was stolen. So you can't say that the money was stolen. So the EFCC and ICPC should go after them thing. They can only go after uh, people if a crime has been committed. They've told you what they did with the money. $1 billion went to security. Are you feeling the impact? $35 million went to buying boots on the uh, to patrol our our waters. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what they've used the money for. That's what they say they've used the money for. Now, if investigations are carried out and we, you know, discover that the money has been whapped, then you can begin to talk about EFCC and ICPC. Baba Odu from Edu in Ogun State says, Sandra, 
there have there been any excess money coming into the ECA? ECA, uh, please clear that. And if not, the government says money is being spent on some projects, which I believe has to be spent. Then what are you driving at? You, okay, well, I, I think I've explained and explained and explained. We've got Emmanuel from Lecky who says, Sandra, please send my warm regards to class captain of Hard Facts, um, Alex. <laughs> All right, class captain. Someone has said hello to you. We've got a message here um, from Adeboy Etunji in Matogun who says, the figure I'm hearing is not even $2 billion, but $2 billion. Ah, thank God I've registered my uh, PVC. Adeboy Etunji, thanks for your message. Let's come back to the phone lines. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon to you, sir. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Husseini. I'm calling from Abdelikba. Welcome, Husseini. Yeah. Let me start with the insecurity that they make uh, the Senate, more especially the minority caucus, that trigger that uh, impeachment move out. against the right. president. Right. I think uh, whether it is too late or whatever, mm. it is in the right direction. Because okay. uh, immediately after that, yesterday, the president has to call the National Security Council meeting today. So we can see how pressure can make them to react, more especially when the action can touch their seat of power directly. So I have to commend this, um, the toughness of these senators, and they should keep it uh, on. Or well, with things like that, maybe some people who were, went to sleep for a long time, they will work off to their responsibility, maybe to end the insecurity uh, program. For that... Uh, uh, you know, account uh, money that just, you know, from almost two billion now to less than three hundred thousand. I think um, we have uh, some agencies who are not carrying out their responsibilities. If those agencies can work up and do the right thing, I think we cannot even come to this stage. We have we have to be giving us update on how this money are coming. And how this money are going out. All right. But we don't. Oh, sorry about that. I thought that was a good place to end the conversation because one minute uh, was done. Now, our third story is a shocker and a heartbreaker out of all your state. A woman who had a stillbirth tried to steal another woman's baby. According to the Oyo Police Command, it happened two weeks ago. Allegedly, the suspect had a stillborn child. Allegedly, after losing the child, she went to a health center. She allegedly met another woman who had brought her own newborn for immunization. The suspect allegedly befriended the woman, told her she was looking for accommodation in Oyo. The woman offered her a place to stay while she did her house hunting. So that's how the suspect went to the woman's home. Allegedly around 1 p.m. said she was going to withdraw money at a POS agent. And that's how she allegedly, allegedly ran away with the woman's baby. Police say, uh, police didn't, didn't say um, how they tracked her down. But she is behind bars. The baby has been returned to the mother. And the suspect will soon go to court. It's a very shocking story. And people are reacting very differently to this story. I think we're going to talk about this particular story a bit more between um, 6.15 and 6.30 on the step down today. So for some people, this is a story about crime, dishonesty, the danger of trusting uh, strangers. 
For other people, it's about the mental health of new mothers or women who lose their babies after childbirth and how as a society we don't do enough to check on them, to give them the help and the support that they need. So I don't have any specific questions for this story. I just wanted to have a conversation about the story and about the issues that this story touches. We've got about eight minutes to do it, so let's um, let's try. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. We've got WhatsApp too. WhatsApp is 080 and we've got Facebook. Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, ma'am? This is Joy calling. Hi, Joy. You know the story of uh, when Solomon was ruling, that woman that by mistake sleep on his baby and pick another one. Mm. Uh -huh. So, thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3, hello. 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 Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yeah. Um, in regards to the woman that uh, stole baby, mm. as a good one for, as in from the police. The police, yeah. Yes. And um, in regards to this um, government um, having less than $400,000 dollars in the SS code account, I want to remind us uh, something. When um, the previous government, good luck, Jonathan, came in, it was $20 billion. It was $2 billion. 20 when it came into government. Oh, okay. It was $20 billion. And when it left, it was $2.1 billion. Nobody raised an eyebrow. No, they did. Huh? I'm not sure. They um, did. Ah, it was a I, huge campaign I, I issue. I'm an all-time listener to your radio. It was a huge campaign issue, as they tell you now. Yes. And um, now, this government, yes, there is issue of um, theft and all that. But... There is a lot of infrastructural development in the country. Mm. See the abandoned um, Niger Bridge mm -hmm. is almost in completion. Mm -hmm. Lagos Ibadan Expressway and so many. Mm -hmm. At least, yes, they are not. They are not. They are not living to the security level is so so poor. Mm -hmm. But give it to them infrastructure. They are trying. So it is not like um, everybody keeps saying they are wasteful. They are wasteful. Yes, security poor, mm. economy. Average, hmm. but in terms of infrastructure, they are, they are doing their best. All right, let's take a break. When we come back from this break, we'll take a few more calls. Mirabel, you're, you're gonna have to give us a call back. Unfortunately, we have to take this break. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Don't go away. Imagine a life with zero worries. Imagine a world with your So that that um, uh, the last call was talking about um, Jonathan's expense going down to two billion by the time um, he left office. But you're forgetting the part where uh, in 2008 and 2009, I believe, governors um, filed a lawsuit at the Supreme Court 
against uh, the Yaradua government calling for the sharing of $15 billion ECA. We remember, right? Yaradua in 2009 opted for out-of-court settlement. And by the end of 2009, um, um, ECA dropped from $15 billion to $6.5 billion. Before Ngozi Okonjiwala in 2010, when um, Jonathan made, uh, was made acting president uh, because of um, Yaradua's illness, governors insisted that that 6.5 billion ECA must be shared. And this is governors across party lines. In January uh, 2010, Jonathan, you know, uh, agreed for them to share $2 billion from the ECA. In May 2010, Jonathan also approved additional deduction of, um, uh, I think it was uh, almost 350 billion naira from the account to augment arrears due to the um, three tiers of government at the time. So they had shared almost $4 billion between January and May 2010. But the governor still demanded that the leftover $3 billion ECA be shared. You remember, we're all alive at that time. In 2010, federal government under Jonathan um, agreed to the demand of the governors, withdrew $3 billion from excess crude account, leaving $1 billion. The Jonathan admin paid $1 billion into the Sovereign Wealth Fund and shared the $2 billion among the three tiers of government. Then between 2011 and 2015, Okonji Wala's era, um, the government now started um, putting money into the ECA again. And then they started fighting Okonji Wala again with governors uh, like uh, Rotimi Amichi at the time leading the, the, the fight, calling for them to share ECA. It was a huge thing. You have to remember. October 2011, after governors settled out of uh, court with Yaradua, governors led by Amechi at the time, well, that was when they now went to Supreme Court, and they, that was when they sued, and they had to share that money. So that's how the money kept going down and down and down. 6.2 trillion naira shared from ECA between 2011 and 2014. These, these records are out there. You can, you can find them. It's, it's there. So this money went to the states and the governors plunged their states into debt. What did they do with that money? By the time Buhari came, money that was left was $2 billion. For more than three years, we've sold crude at higher prices than what they budget in our budget every year. And yet they're not saving money. They're not putting money into the ECA. Excess crude went from 2.45 billion in 2017 to 480 million as of December 2018. Now we're looking at 400k left. And this is our rainy day account. I have a rainy day account. Everybody has rainy days, rainy day accounts. And rainy day account is for rainy day, is for when there's like cancer in the family or ransom. or school fees, and you've lost your job, or something. It's a rainy day account. And like I said, when we started talking, the rainy days are here. 
the money we're generating in revenue is not enough to service our debt anymore. So we're going to keep borrowing at higher and higher interests. It's a lot to think about. But that's all the time we have to spend on it. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, I'll bring you business news at um, 4 o'clock. After the business news, we will bring you League of Extraordinary Nigerians. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info.